Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What's a Richard Peters to a Biden crime family? We're going to find out. Yes, yes, Pat, we're going to find that information out. Also, uh, the polls are big, beautiful, hugely successful for Donald Trump. And, well, um, somebody thought this was going to be complaining, but proves the other point when it comes to community versus government in Maui. Yes, it is Friday. Oh, and lest we forget... um, Make sure you change passwords or lock people out of access to things when they, I don't know, move on. Uh, we're going to discuss that in the Friday funny segment. Uh, but I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. It's Friday. That means the best and worst takes coming your way right here on Critical Thinking. <laughs> How goes it, Mr. Padoni? It goes. It's Friday. It's wonderful. I just, I just keep holding out hope that you get better at this over time, and 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 you just continue what to disappoint. You, what, what, what do you want from me exactly? It, you to actually play the co-host, and you know. Hype the you show up and, and I just told you. <sighs> Fired on a Friday. Out, mm-hmm. clear your desk. It's 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See you later. Okay, bye. All right. So we have the best and worst takes of the week, as you know. Also, the Friday funny segment. And we'll crown a brand new Richard of the week. But before we get into all of that, Pat, um, do you know. Um, well, ironically, somebody who is nominated for Richard of the Week also uses a pseudonym named Richard. Did, did you know that? No. Well, um, <clears throat> in the ongoing saga that is the Biden crime family, I feel at this point in time it's like we're in Godfather 2. Like we're we're past Godfather and we're into Godfather too. I I don't know about you. Uh, I mean, I've I've yet to watch the Godfather movies to be honest. So where we're at in the Godfather timeline, I'm not really a hundred percent sure on that, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. To our audience, I apologize on behalf of all men everywhere. Um, I I thought Pat was a man. Apparently, um, well. Well, is he the androgynous Pat from SNL? I'm trying to figure this out because uh, if you're a dude and you're in your 30s and you've never seen The Godfather or read The Godfather, uh, man. Uh, Well, first of all, um, it's not like a it's not a movie I've ever owned. Second of all, it's on like um, five streaming platforms. Which ones? Because I've not seen it on any. It was on Amazon for a while. It's been on Netflix before. It's uh, it's on Paramount Plus at some point in time. I have not seen it on any of them. Yeah. If I had, I would have watched it. No, you wouldn't have. Because you haven't watched it and you're, what, 35? No, I'm not 35. How dare you say I'm 35? I am not 35. Yet. 
Let's just move on. <laughs> All right. So, um, the Biden crime family. I feel like we've yeah. moved into the second book from The Godfather. <laughs> Uh, the second act of The Godfather. Because um, yesterday, we get this piece of information. <clears throat> Rep. James Comer demands NARA, which is the National Archives whatever, whatever association, uh, provide records pertaining to Joe Biden's pseudonym email address, Robert L. Peters. The address was used in a scheduling email on May 26 of 2016 about a call with the president of Ukraine. Now, the kicker in all of this is the address appears 27 times on the laptop from hell per at Marco Polo 501c3, <laughs> which is a great freaking screen name. That's such a great handle, Marco Polo 501c3. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <clears throat> that, that was his pseudonym? Yes, Dick Peters was his pseudonym. Uh, I thought it was Robert Peters. Oh, Robert. Sorry. Yes, you're right. Robert, not Richard. I was thinking it was Richard Peters because that would have been hilarious. Dick Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Dick L. Dick. But it's Robert L. Peters. Oh, and um, further information has come out. That is one of likely at least three, if not six, pseudonyms that have been linked to the Biden crime family. <clears throat> I mean, it, it isn't like the RICO statute should be invoked here. It isn't like we're seeing an absolute criminal enterprise in action here. Um, nothing to hide, right? Then why are you using Robert L. Peters? Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the ending of The Godfather does not end well for the uh, crime family. Correct. Parts of it, yes. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, uh -huh. But yes, overall, you would suggest it does not end well for the crime family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would also suggest that's hopefully where this is headed, but, you know, still waiting for the GOP to actually do something here. So it's fine. Right, right. But, um, bad, is it? Is it, is it or is it not bad? I mean, what we're watching here is the threads just keep on, like, they're just pulling at them. And they in the the you know it's like having a wool sweater and you pull a thread. It's just gonna keep getting worse and worse and worse until you literally have no sweater. It's just a ball of yarn. It makes you wonder how far this rabbit hole goes. Right, and this is the point. They dig to Robert L. Peters and then link to two at least known, possibly as many as six pseudonames, and at least two more of those pseudonyms or pseudonyms are linked to Joe Biden himself. Is so, that bad? So let's also remember this, Pat, right? We mm -hmm. were told on the 2020 campaign trail on multiple occasions, but starting in 2019 by Joe Biden himself. And by the way, if you play the tape of Joe Biden talking about this and play a tape of Joe Biden talking about anything today, you will see the, the absolute bed up dementia riddled crap that is Joe Biden right now. You, you'll notice the lucidity of that moment when he's engulfed by the press talking about his son's business and how there was an absolute wall between his son and him in the business sense. Well, how did, how did Robert L. Peters appear uh, 27 times on Hunter's laptop? How, how did that happen? If it's just a innocuous individual. Oh, wait. <clears throat> Robert L. Peters doesn't appear in the records of anybody that would have been scheduling for the vice president of the United States. <clears throat> so it's not a staffer. It's not anybody associated with the White House of that time. So Bob L. Peters is, wait for it, Joseph Robinette Biden. Um, absolute wall. You, you, 
you are literally emailing with his direct business associates. You are literally, according to the information that uh, that Comer put out yesterday, Pat, they indicate that he had direct conversations via email with the head of Burisma. Say, say what? I thought it was an absolute wall between the business interests of your son and, and you. I don't a Burisma? <laughs> Barely even knew him. Oh, wait, but you... You did the very thing that they needed you to do and fire the <clears throat> corrupt uh, district attorney or attorney general in, in, in Ukraine just as he was investigating his son's business partner's business that was enriching all of them to the tune of at least 20, if not more, million dollars of provable funding at this point in time. That's right. His The Biden crime family was making $20 million while he was vice president. And why do I, you know, why do we call this the Biden crime family? It's because this is literally a criminal enterprise. This existed as a shakedown operation. I mean, and plus there were several family members involved in all of this. Well, yes, obviously, but the Biden crime family, right? So just like the Genovese or the Colombo or whatever crime families, right, in New York City, they would infiltrate businesses and then shake them down, right? Oh, we're going to, we're going to, you're going to pay us protection money. You're going to pay us racketeering money. You're going to pay us uh, money off the top of all of the activities that you're doing, right? We're going to sit on the board and you're going to pay us a salary, right? But we're not going to actually do anything. We're, we're really not involved, per se, on the day-to-day -day operation. We're just there to launder our illegal money through your legit business. <clears throat> Concrete, unions, all of that. Instead, this crime family has figured out how to enrich themselves using government as the laundering scheme. This is the most corrupt, morally bankrupt, sociopathic presidency I've ever seen. It, perhaps in human history. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I think we've seen some stuff in Africa that might top it. But in terms of the Western world, holy bleep is all I got to say about this. And by the way, Pat, um, I wanted to bring this up because we couldn't play it uh, because uh, it's only in Spanish, and unless you are only watching, it doesn't make sense. The subtitles are there. But have you seen who won the presidential primary in Argentina this week? Uh, no, but I'm, I have my concerns. Why? Well, didn't we talk about this last week? No. Wasn't like, okay. No. No, that was Ecuador. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about no, Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. The, the ugly American thinks South America is just South America, and Ecuador and Argentina are the same thing. No, they're not the same thing. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> All right. But in Argentina, the person who won the presidential primary, uh -huh. a libertarian. Like Ooh. a true libertarian. And he literally called the socialists shitbags on national television in Argentina. Oh, that's awesome. And um, yeah, he went hard after them. So go check it out on Twitter. You'll find it. Um, absolutely amazing. And he did it not once, but twice on national television in Argentina. Basically saying, hey, here's the deal. We have to fight them because... The reality is, if they continue to take power, anybody who diso disobeys, it's literally life or death. And we're going to get into some of that in the best takes because I think this is this is this speaks to the moment in history that we are in, and we also have a moment in history take that I think is important. So, but before we do that, Pat, I think it's great to 
kind of go over the worst of the week. And I'm going to take the first of the worst of the week, though. And the first of the worst of the week comes from Fox News. And not because it's a Fox News by itself situation, but it's because of what they have to say about the GOP presidential race. So I'm just going to let it play itself out. Speaking of DeSantis, a certain talk show had him on today, Guy Benson. Um, and we were talking about the, the Trump truth social, uh, talking about the press conference he's having Monday, where he says he's going to lay out all of this election evidence, uh, and he's going to prov provide it uh, very complete and detailed uh, in his truth social post. And here is uh, Ron DeSantis on your show uh, talking about that. If we are fighting about what happened in 2020 or January 6, 2021, if that is what the election ends up about, Joe Biden's going to be hanging out in his basement in Delaware again, not a care in the world, and Republicans are going to lose. What do you think about that? It's hard to argue with it. I mean, I'm not going to say definitively that Trump couldn't win a general election. I think he could, especially if the economy's in the toilet, which it might be next year. But overall, as you look at especially the numbers from the Associated Press poll that you highlighted at the beginning of the segment, Brett, the vast majority of independents in this country and swing voters, poll after poll has shown and election results have shown, they are over all the relitigation, stop the steal, 2020, January 6th, looking back. They don't want any part of that. And for Donald Trump to win a general election, it's going to be a huge challenge if the election cycle is dominated by the Democrats, by the media, and in some respects by Trump with these backward-looking discussions of something that is absolutely radioactive to most voters. But it's impossible not to go... So here's why I put this into the worst takes for me. It's not about, for me, relitigating January 6th, 2021. It's not about relitigating 2020. It's about, did you learn anything from 2020? Did you learn anything from January 6th, 2021? So here's how you message this, right? Here's how I would message this if I were Ron DeSantis, if I were Vivek Ramaswamy, if I were anybody worth their salt on that debate stage coming next week. We have to realize what actually took place during 2020, and we cannot allow ballot harvesting, mail-out, electioneering we cannot allow mass electioneering to happen because when we do the american people lose and i will die on the hill of making sure that our elections are free fair and proper we must get to a position in which the american people can trust that the elections themselves are accurate and whether you believe in there were dumping ballots or whatever have you from 2020. The point of the matter is this. We know certain things went down that were wrong. And those things were the legal, the CARES Act. Talk about that. Bring down, even if Donald Trump is not on the debate stage, right? He's the one who brought this upon himself. And what you would say is, I oppose. I will, I will work throughout this campaign to shine a light on the problems of the CARES Act. And I will work as president to repeal the CARES Act to make sure that we have fundamental parts of our Republican democracy restored. I don't have to talk about stop the steal and da 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 da, da. No. What you have to talk about is I understand what actually took place what legal things happened that allowed for these other things to have potentially gone down. And we're not going to allow for it. We are going to stand for a full accountability. I mean, we're looking at when, when they did, I think it was in Michigan. When they did a, a, a sheriff in the sheriff's department, did a audit. They found 
tens of thousands of people who have been dead for 50, 60 years still on the rolls magically vote. They found people who were born in 1860s voting in the last election, right? This That is how, and, and how does that happen? It doesn't happen because somebody is, is dumping ballots. It happens because your legal apparatuses are wrong. So, yes, do I agree that relitigating 2020 is bad? Yes, I can agree to that. But if you have learned nothing from 2020 and moved the ball and advanced the discussion forward, you're going to get your ass kicked come 2024 because you don't understand what time it is. You fundamentally don't. Do I understand not relitigating 2020? Do I understand not um, talking about January 6th or whatever? Yes, I do. Because you do have to look at that independent side of things. I understand it. But there's a way in which you feather that. You simply say, it is time for us to move forward, and I have a plan to ensure that what did take place never takes place again. I have a plan to ensure that because, yes, the independents might not want to relitigate that, but you can also point to polls in which the independents believe what? That the elections and our elections are not secure. So speak to that second part of it. Speak to we need free, fair, and secure elections in this country again. And if we can't trust the fundamental foundational principles of how our republic works, and you don't even talk 2020, You talk about we are not allowing mail-out balloting. We are not allowing ballot harvesting. You, uh, here's another example. We're going to do what? Make elections participatory again. Here's the reality. This republic requires your participation in it. And that requires effort. That requires you to either show up to a poll or know that the election is coming and fill out the the proper absentee paperwork and and go about it through the proper channels. That requires you to get an ID that you have to have for almost anything in the world today. That these are the fundamental things that we are going to help bring and restore confidence in our elections again. That's all you have to talk about. You don't even have to say 2020. You don't even have to mention January 6th. You can just talk about the apparatus that exists in this country. By and large, look at Wisconsin. Look at, you don't even have to mention. You just simply mention the absolute trash that was the CARES Act, what damage it did to our foundational principle of voting, and go forward. Your quick thought, your thoughts on this uh, worst take, because I think it's a terrible take to suggest that we cannot and should not uh, talk about the election of 2020. Well, I I, I think the thing is, uh, is I would if you couple this, especially with like the failed jab or covid or any of the legal issues that he has going on now, you know, this is one of those things I'm like, well, wait a minute if we're going to be talking about those things, there's no reason for him to be in the race um, because it's just going to remind the voters of everything that they don't like, everything that they don't trust about Donald Trump. I'm like, it's an absolute, it's an absolute yeah, irritation to even keep going down this road and keep rehashing this stuff. Um, it's not to say that you can't talk about them like you mentioned, but this is, the analysis here, I think, is just it's lacking certain things, and that that uh, from from Guy Benson that is, and and Brett Bear. Um, it, it, this it, would like, also be akin for me, Pat, to mm-hmm. don't talk about abortion because uh oh, right, right, right. I'm just like like come on, like you, you, everything that they just said is the reason why Donald Trump shouldn't be in the race at this point. A thousand percent. If you're making that argument about Donald Trump, yes, Donald Trump should shut the hell up. But everybody else has the the pulpit to say, I recognize. That's all I want from these candidates. I recognize what happened, and here's how we correct it. Right. But, but that's, Don, how, that's how you deal with it. We, we know Donald Trump won't do that, though. 
You can't resist right. this. So we got more from the Donald Trump world. Oh Pat, boy! Right? You want to mm-hmm. you want to set this one up? Yeah. So uh, speaking of uh, dropping out of the race, uh, Donald Trump released a statement um, about how we need all need to unite, and well, from the guy that says that we need to unite, he's certainly calling for people to drop out of the race. Great polls just out leading by 40, 50, and even 60 points. Who expected that? I did. Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, all very strong, but also leading Biden very big. The sanctimonious is crashing. Perhaps the party should come together. People should drop out of the race. We unify and we beat Biden and the Democrats. They should be easy to beat because our country has never been in worse condition than it is right now. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Thank you. Wait, what? Did did you feel gaslighted? I felt gaslighted. Well, I mean, it it was only one of two gaslighting moments on the same freaking day from, from Donald Trump, by the way, because remember... Monday, the day before the, um, is it the day before? I'm trying to think about this. No, it's not the day before. It's it's the Monday of the, um, the same week, excuse me, as the, um, uh, the debate is supposed to happen. Um, we were told yesterday, or was it Wednesday, that he's got a big, beautiful dossier report coming, right? That's oh, going yeah. to exonerate him. Right, in that on Monday he's going to hold a press conference, laying all the kraken to bear. Right, he's Uh going to unleash Uh the kraken, as as uh, Sidney Powell would would have told you. Right, right, Uh, and then then he canceled that press conference. Wait, what? He canceled that press conference. But but I was told he was going to publicly exonerate himself, and he had the nuts, if you will, the kraken. Whatever uh, euphemism you want to use. Look, in, in his defense here, A, he should have never said that in the first place. B, mm. he should always follow his legal counsel and not release this stuff because it could be used against him. Um, are, are you saying that um, that uh, there's this thing called the Miranda rights in which uh, they could use uh, any public statement against yeah. him yeah. in the uh, court of law? Yeah, yeah. Weird. He, that's why he has the right to remain silent. Which, in, in all honesty, he should exercise here a lot and mm-hmm. let his lawyers take care of this kind of stuff. But the fact that he came out and said it—that that you know—he's got the goods that mm-hmm. he can exonerate himself, and then he goes and he cancels the cancels the the, the event to where he's going to exonerate himself. Doesn't yeah. look so good. No, no, it doesn't. It makes him look like he is literally. A cult leader, like, hey, do you don't you understand what I'm saying? It's like the Jim Jones, like, hey, d- d- totally drink the Kool Aid, but I'm not. I'm not drinking that Kool Aid. I th- see he's got all the proof. So here's the rub, right? And this is what we said on the 2020 election situation as well. Back during that election cycle, prove it in the court of law. It doesn't matter what you can prove in the court of public opinion. You've got to be able to prove it in court of law. So, if you've got that, if you've got the nuts, if you've if you're gonna you've got if you've got the pocket aces, right? You're gonna throw yep. it down. Do it in the court of law. 
and here's the irony of all of this, Pat. If he wants to do it publicly in the court of law, he has to keep this case in the state of Georgia, which is really trepidatious for him because if he loses that case in the state of, uh, or excuse me, in the state of Georgia, if he loses that case, right? Yeah. He can't really pardon himself despite what Mark Levin and others want, want to tell you. Uh, there's, there's not a, there's a lot of gray area. Okay. That's all I'm going to say on this. Um, it's a very, very tenuous legal argument that some on the right are making. That's all I'm going to say. Now, the better legal argument is that this belongs in federal court, right? But what what is the difference between federal court and the state of Georgia court when it comes to the trial? Well, I mean, if it's the state of Georgia, I believe only the state of Georgia law really applies. If it goes to federal court, then you have federal no. law that applies. No, right? nope, nope, nope. We're and not what, even going to talk is... about the legal side. We're not even talking okay. about the legal side. The biggest the difference, difference, the state of Georgia, this would be televised. This will oh, be all right, public. Right. Okay. If yeah, it goes into federal that. court, mm-hmm. there's no, f- nope, not going to happen behind closed doors. So the irony of this would be his best legal argument is that this should be a federal case. Why? Because this alleged crime actually took place in Washington, D.C., not Georgia, right? He was physically in Washington, D.C. when these alleged crimes took place. He was nowhere near Georgia. Right. So his best legal argument is to to put this into federal court where he could have the power to pardon himself, right? Now, the best, if I want to win the court of public opinion, if I've got that pocket aces and I'm slamming them down, going all in, right, is actually in Georgia where he could publicly release this information and everybody can lay it to bear. Whether he gets convicted or not, this information is out there, right? Right. That's the irony of all of it. All right, but the most predictable of all things from the world of Donald Trump, who gave us COVID masks and 15 days to slow the spread, you know, 30 days, or is it 15 days to flatten the curve, 30 days to slow the spread. I forget how many days it was at the end of it. It was basically his entire presidency, plus the first at least year of Joe Biden's presidency. Um, They've learned nothing. We're all stupid. This world sucks. From the Independent in the UK, new COVID wave has begun and masks should be worn again, scientists warn. Spread of new variant could cause extreme pressure on NHS and cause more damaging long-term health problems, Independent Sage Expert says. Dr. Tricia Greenhalg a University of Oxford healthcare expert and also iSage member, wrote on social media, My various science WhatsApp groups are buzzing. I understand little of the detail, but it looks like it's once again time to mask up. Asked whether people should wear them again, she added, In high-risk situations, I personally would wear one, yes. More to the point, I'm currently avoiding such situations, e.g. not going to cinema. Lest you think... That this was like, I don't know, 2020 or 2021. This was literally seven hours ago. Yeah. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. In what world? Okay, you're a doctor, right? You're supposed to be some sort of scientist. I don't know her actual title, and nor does it matter to me. Because here's the here's the rub on all of this, Pat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shouldn't you be working from evidence? What evidence exists in the entire world that masks work? What evidence? There is not one single solitary scientifically sound study out there. There there are a few studies that are out there that will provide you with that cover, but they are they have already been debunked as either scientifically erroneous in their conclusions or more importantly poisoned in the groups that were studied meaning they were they're not scientifically acceptable what are we doing here i now i've heard other people here in chicago and i don't know you know you out by salt lake and all that i don't know if you've been hearing it but 
oh my God, we're seeing an increase. Yes. It, it literally, let's take 2020, 2021, 2022, lay them all together. And what happens in mid August to late October, Pat? Uh, cases go up. Right. The entire late August, early to mid-September, cases are on the rise and begin to dip in October. And then what do we see? A small until late November, and that number is going to rise all the way through December into early January and fall back down. Why? Because it is seasonal. Now, they might be smaller in terms of the overall number. And why would that be, Pat? Because most of us have either been exposed to it, got it, uh, and that's it. it. Has nothing, no vaccine, no no shot, no nothing. Only you getting it will prevent that forest fire, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even then, so what? The vast majority of people are are living life but what the absolute hell is going on here Mm -hmm. if you're a vulnerable no it's not about the vulnerable it's just not you're you're fear-mongering to the nth degree now speaking of fear mongers pat i think now would be a great time for us to i don't know um crown a brand new richard of the week yeah let's Our nominees this week for a brand new Richard of the Week or an old school Richard of the Week. I don't know which one we're going to have. Well, we have Joseph Marionette Biden Mm. for the plethora of crap statements he has this week. Um, Yeah, yeah, Uh, pick and choose. And and more importantly, uh, he's going he's going on a trip while Lahaina uh, still has about fourteen hundred, maybe around somewhere between twelve and fourteen hundred. Um, missing people that will probably never be found because uh, of a take that we're about to see later in this program. Yeah, I mean, anything from the no comment to the uh, won't won't say like what what his trip to Maui is going to be like or anything like that. Won't won't give any comment there. What's his agenda? Yeah, not nothing, nothing. Um, you know, then then there's the whole Afghanistan thing. So oh, and then daddy daddy will uh, pay for your ice cream. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there's that too. I mean, I mean pick one. I mean, it's yep, yep, yep. pretty bad. Then you have Donald Trump for all the things that we just discussed and that crap statement that he just put out that we played a little bit ago. Um and then you we have our uh, neighbors to the north in uh, Canada from uh, Justin Trudeau who uh told the mothers in a uh whoa whoa video, whoa 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. That's birthing people to you. Well, he he said mothers. That gender biased bigot. He said mothers. Is so he told them to leave the room while he speaks to their children, and then he would wait a minute. Yeah. Pedophile. Anyway. <laughs> and then you have uh, Rachel Zelger. You Who know Rachel Zelger is? Rachel Dolezal. Dolezal. What? No, Rachel Zelger. Don't know. She's the actress that's going to be playing Snow White in the upcoming Snow White movie. She'd be nuts. Yeah. Um, Considering she uh, disparaged the uh, 1937 version and called Prince Charming a creepy stalker. Right. Who probably shouldn't even be in the new movie, right? Right. Right. The live Mm -hmm. action version. Memo to Disney. Memo to Disney. If the idea is to produce live action of an animated classic... Run the bleep away. Name one that has been successful. The answer is you can't. So this week's Richard of the Week, Pat. Uh, This week's Richard of the Week, uh, I have to give it to... This is kind of hard because it really comes down to Joe Biden and Donald Trump for different reasons, but I think I'm going to go with Joe Biden. Yeah, I I think uh, $700 and shut the hell up. Yeah. And putting um, an absolute tool, a political tool, in position of the emergency management 
um, on Maui. Mm. Yikes. Also, did you hear the news? Uh, uh, what he resigned yesterday after it was found that he made the call to not release the sirens so that people literally could have gotten the bleep out of the way of this fast-moving fire. Yeah, he thought it wasn't going to be a big deal and it could be contained in, oops! See, only roughly fifteen to 1,600 people have perished, allegedly. I kind of feel like him resigning isn't enough. Yeah, jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tar and feather, prison, good old-fashioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Run out of the community, a little shaming, a little mockery, ridicule, and scorn. Holy bleep. That's all I'm going to yeah. say on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just bad. Just all sorts of bad. All right. So with that having been said, uh, Mr. Pat Oni, um, I think now is a great time for us to talk about the uh, Friday funny, something funny. And this comes from the world of sports. And I mentioned earlier how you should probably make sure that, uh, like, you deny access to previous employees, change passwords when, like, the second they move out of the office, right? It's probably a good idea. This is a hilarious example of this because my Wisconsin Badgers are uh, being promoted by Cincinnati, if you are looking at this, according to David Hookstead at Outkick, since he makes embarrassing Twitter mistake involving the Wisconsin Badgers, from at GoBearCatsFB, which is the official Cincinnati football account, by the way, the ultimate hype man, strap up, were Wisconsin Red with at Tanner Mordecai, which is the quarterback uh, that they um, stole from underneath the uh, – Radar, if you will, from SMU. Um, um, yeah, that that's Wisconsin. That that that's Wisconsin, and th- there's a video that that they play. They they they're playing the Tanner Mordecai Wisconsin offensive hype video. <laughs> um, who 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 didn't change the password? Because what that tells me is that that was probably some. What I'm guessing is that that is somebody who Luke Fickle brought over from Cincinnati in the social media department, right? Somebody that he yeah. trusts. Brought. Uh-huh. I'm going to use the Donald Trump. Brought over. He brought him over, and um, oops, a daisies. <laughs> it goes along I mean, the lines of Corinne Jean Pierre uh, tweeting. Out Joe Biden talking points from at Corinne Jean-Pierre, not uh, at POTUS or at Joe Biden or whatever the hell it is. I mean, I'm I'm okay with the with the Big 12 school propping up a Big 10 school. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Appreciate I'm, I'm totally the free fine. marketing there. I really yeah. do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which I think um, if you want a real dark horse Heisman candidate, like real dark horse, look at Tanner Mordecai. I think that could be a real dark horse. I'm not saying go ahead and like throw a thousand dollars. I'm saying if you're in the betting, throw a couple dollars, throw a fiver on Tanner Mordecai at probably like a billion to one. Just saying if Wisconsin is moving towards that college football playoff in November, it's likely because of Tanner Mordecai in that air raid offense. I'm just, just saying, but with that having been said, Pat, it is also time for us to move forward. Um, and uh, I'm going to go with this one from Steve Dace as the one of the best takes of the week. And Steve Dace wrote this on Twitter. This isn't a campaign. It's a revolution. The sooner you realize this, the sooner you'll discern what is really happening. Maybe your favorite content either can't or won't tell you this, but they're feeding you talking points from 1776 when it's really 1917. And what does he mean by really 1917, Pat? 1917 is the communist revolution, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is, if you look at what took place in Russia, what took place in Eastern Europe, and also what was taking place in America at that point in time, you had eugenics, you had Marxists in the mix, you had uh, the Mm -hmm. rise of the communist party here in the United States. Arguably, its high point was in and around that, that time frame. 
maybe into the early 1920s until the Gilded Age and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what he is talking about is the time for rhetorical flourishes probably up from the other side. So either you defeat it once and for all at the ballot box and, and it is a absolute re- repudiation, like Reagan-esque repudiation, where Minnesota, the absolute crackpots that live there, I mean, Eastern Dakota, um, either you you repudi- repudiate that or else. But go ahead. You have, you have some thoughts? No, no, I, I absolutely 120% agree with that analysis. I think it's a, I think it's a great take. I think it's an absolutely mm. great take of how you need to frame this. We're talking 1776 style where we can talk it out and we can write treaties and, and all of these things, right? No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. The time for nope. – it is time for making action. And, that, and by the way, I'm not talking violence. I'm not talking about – taking up arms. I am talking about doing things in your community. I'm talking about being active in your community. I'm talking about voting. I am talking about making sure that politically speaking, we don't go that direction because they will take us there if you allow them, which is losing us losing at the ballot box. Liberty losing at the ballot box will be lost for the next generation. All right. Finally, Pat, um, I'm going to skip one of the takes. But um, Lahaina, I think, is a great take here. And this comes from earlier this week, so some of the information is a little off. But I want you to hear what they have to say about the government versus the community. Hey, everyone. It is Tuesday. It has been one week since the fire started here on Maui. And um, I feel like everyone is being kind of kept in the dark about what's really happening here. Um, I know there's a lot of information information out on the news and the media, but there is no help here. There is no help. Like FEMA came in and went to Lahaina and they're doing search and recovery, which is desperately needed. Um, we have 1,400 people unaccounted for. 1,400 people that most likely will not be found because the fire was so bad that it melted metal. So the remains of the people that they're finding are ash. There was a whole news conference about it yesterday. Um, They had to bring in a bunch of cadaver dogs because there aren't actual remains that look like people. That's, That's where we're at. That's why nobody's allowed in. It's a massive grave. It's a crime scene. You don't know what you're walking on. So FEMA is busy doing that. I get it. The National Guard is securing our roads. When we drove through yesterday, they're securing all the side roads because people had driven down into Lahaina and we're walking on everything. National Guard is busy. Our police officers are stretched so thin trying to help in Lahaina and also maintain the other towns on this island. Fire department still battling hot spots up the mountain and also trying to help in Lahaina. We had firefighters already come from Honolulu. Our government has not deployed any military assistance and they are a 30 minute flight away. There is no one here. Everything that has been organized has been organized by local residents and the community. People volunteering their boats and bringing supplies over to a boat ramp on that side, setting up a supply station on that side, food trucks, closing their food truck and donating their generators so that people on that side could have power. Um, People taking off of work to volunteer. So I'm going to stop right there. This is why it's the best, one of the best takes of the week. She's literally showing you how community trumps government. Oh, the government's not doing this. The government's not doing that. But you that live there, you, the direct people who are who are impacted by this, are doing it. And by the way, I just got an email this morning from our uh, from the um, leadership, the national leadership of the Knights of Columbus. And the Knights of Columbus in Honolulu have been shipping supplies 
and and taking boats from Honolulu over to Maui and food, tents, sleeping bags, water, um, generators, everything that they can possibly shove into boatloads, they are taking over there. And they're asking for us to donate here on the mainland to the cause so that they can go and buy supplies in Honolulu and ship them there. Why? Because that's what good people do. That's what charity is for. That's what community is for. That is what, that's what should be happening. You shouldn't be relying on the government to do anything for you. Community is always going to be stronger at the end of the day than government. Always, always, always. And I wish we had time, Pat, because I would totally play the Peter Ducey taking down the Biden crime family on Fox News from yesterday, from yesterday, but we don't have time. So go take a look on, you can find it on Twitter. Peter Ducey's takedown is phenomenal. By Twitter, I mean X. Um, And uh, with that being said, though, Pat, your final thoughts on this week? Uh, Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And uh, Donald Trump needs to drop out of the race. (laughs) Please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals this weekend. Please take a look at Team Rubicon, Mercury One. Um, I I can put up the Knights of Columbus uh, donation uh, button. All of your donations will go directly to buying supplies and um, helping those in Honolulu give assistance to those in Maui. Um, So, yeah, those are the charities that I would recommend giving to because they're actually doing boots on the ground work instead of the government, instead of the American Red Cross. All of those monies go directly to the people helping, to the people in need. And with that, Matthew 547. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.